You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day and welcome back to Behind the Podcast with Jules and Stocks for 2022. How are you feeling, Stocks? Mate, I'm good. I'm good. I had a really nice relaxing break. Came back to work, did a week, got COVID like most of, well, so many other people. So I had another week off and now I'm back. So yeah, feeling good. But you're feeling you're feeling liberated. Liberated, yes. Went to a live show last night in a basement. It was a comedy show from one of the podcasts we on our network, The Mug Off. And it was a crowdy, dingy basement. And I'll tell you what, three weeks ago, I would have felt very uncomfortable in that space. But with my new super immunity, um, really enjoyed myself. Uh, but definitely saw a few people uncomfortable who had clearly not had COVID yet. Yeah, interesting. A surprising, uh, liberated feel. (laughs) I don't recommend getting COVID, but uh, there is a bonus to it, I guess. So, knocked you around a bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A couple couple grim days there, for sure. Well, I think I'm still in the uh, managing to avoid it somehow clan. I think we've been sort of doing our best with keeping our little insular uh, family together and not going out too much and not sort of socialising and all those kind of things. But, we, you know, we've got a trip coming up very soon, going back to Scotland and just trying to make sure if we can avoid it until then, that would be sensational because it's been a while, certainly since Lynn's has seen her family and they haven't yet met our little daughter. So there's a lot on the line there. <laughs> Yeah, exciting though, international travel. That's it. Well, I've got we've got all the masks, gloves, you know, goggles, everything. Hazmat suits, the whole lot. We're ready. All the best. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and how does it feel to be back in the office? Big year ahead. Yeah, it's good. Our team's grown a little bit. Uh, it's exciting. So we're at capacity. We're going to have to move something we've known for a while, but there's a few things we've got planned for the next quarter. So depending on how that all plays out will depend how big we move. So yeah, exciting. Good to see everyone. Love everyone I work with and love what we do. Great. So watch this space. More news to come probably. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about our show. We've been sort of going for a bit over a year now. We've had to 60-odd episodes or something like that. I think we're going to have a little bit of a play with the format a bit. We still want to be doing interviews, obviously, and speaking to top Aussie podcasters around there. Um, But a couple of other things we want to add into the mix as well. What do you reckon? What are we looking for? Yeah, look, I think we want to talk to talk about new releases and news from the industry in general, as well as doing the interviews with the podcasters. I think we want to broaden it out a little bit as well, not just talking to podcasters, but people in the podcast space. Um, I think if we just make the show a bit more topical, a bit more interactive and just requiring a different type of preparation, we want to still be able to deep dive and do that, but not every time. Yeah, just have a bit of variety there for sure. And I think, you know, when we talk about new releases, obviously there's so much content out there in the world for everyone to listen to. And one of the great things about podcasts is you can find your audience and your tribe amongst the shows that you're into. And I think if we're all listening to something at one time, it makes sense to to talk about that show in real time and, and kind of digest what we're hearing and, and what's coming out from those particular shows. So as Stock said, we do want to make it interactive and, and you know, have participation from everyone and find out what it is that you are listening to and if there's anything in particular that you think we need to jump on um, that's hot right now then we will absolutely do that yeah it'd be quite exciting to be able to talk about things like an example would be the sure thing last year which kind of captured the imagination of podcasters and to be able to sort of talk about that in real time and get angus on in real time someone like that would be a lot more fun and also just with our prep taking listening to a minimum of 10 episodes 
as our prep, each of us for a weekly podcast, just found that that may not always be sustainable and just wanted to try try and mix it up a bit for sure i think also you know it's an ever-evolving space from a technology point of view and and what the platforms can offer across all of the big names that you all know and listen to your podcast through so i think we want to track some of the things that are happening in that space as well and understand you know how people are utilizing those changes in the platform to really kind of give something extra i did notice i was listening to a um a show this morning just one of the kind of diehard 76ers podcast that I listened to an NBA one an NBA one yep so they've been form- they've been trialing the new video podcast uh, capabilities that are in beta with Spotify which is quite interesting because when it first came on I thought maybe it was just one of the music loop things that you sometimes see when they have a bit of the music video but it was a whole video podcast so sort of away from podcasts yes into something else are we podcasts becoming tv i don't know interesting and did they use the medium or was it just we've filmed our podcast and here, here you can see us it was a bit of that and to be honest also i was doing cleaning of the of the place so it amused me for a second and then i turned it off and stuck the the phone into my pocket where it usually lives didn't want to waste the battery eh? no that's right that's right <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll carry on with the weekly format, obviously, and we want to just yeah make it a bit more kind of interactive, um, just really talk about the wider podcast landscape as well. Yeah, so if you want to get in touch or have an idea, just go to btp, as in behind the podcast, at dm.org.au. So that's btp at dmformary.org.au. We'll chuck it in the show notes. We'll put it in the description for the show. We're also trying to get an Instagram up and running, which is, you know, a pretty straightforward thing. But there is someone who has the same name as us at the moment that I'm that I'm in tense negotiations with, as in he has not responded to my message yet. So if you are listening, reach out to Jules and let's get <laughs> your Instagram because you're clearly not using it. Otherwise, we'll have a few dashes in there and all will be fine. All right, so over the break, Stocks, tell me, did you get a few podcasts in? What did you listen to? I did. Um, I focused a little bit on audiobooks. We're doing our first Audible original right now. So thought it would put in the space and take advantage of being able to listen to some long-form stuff. So I listened to one with Say Nothing. So Say Nothing, this is about the troubles in um, Ireland in the sort of late 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. That was mm-hmm. fascinating. Very interesting, quite harrowing, quite confronting, but beautifully made. It was made um, by... IRA-related troubles? Yes, exactly. But also quite a balanced perspective, really covering both sides and being critical of both sides, Mm -hmm. which was very interesting. Uh, A lot of the source material was from uh, Boston College Project, which basically uh, archived uh, a lot of the significant participants in the troubles. Yeah, fascinating stuff. Uh, real eye-opening stuff. Uh, I guess I grew up in London in the shadow of the sort of end of that period of the spectre of the IRA and bombing of London sort of always present, you know, even in subconsciously mm. it was present. My grandfather nearly um, was a victim in one of the attacks, sort of, never, but I never really dug into it. And it was really fascinating. Um, it's incredible, uh, incredible situation. So... Yeah, it's interesting what can happen over a bit of uh, religion, huh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's, yeah, I mean, the the way that... And an imperial government. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's good to kind of have that kind of long format where you can sort of get back into it a bit more and understand with a bit of uh, time and perspective what it was all about. Because I think certainly, you know, the cooler heads prevail mantra 
doesn't take hold for many, many years, I would imagine, that kind of a conflict where there's so much on the line. Mm. And I listened to another audiobook, Master Your Emotions, which is just me on my sort of grieving journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just trying to put positive things into my brain. So that was okay. Podcast-wise, I listened to one called Sweet Bobby. It's an English podcast. It's, a, it's catfishing, basically. It's a true crime catfishing one. It's quite extraordinary uh, what the catfishing was. It's a six episode, so you can pump through it pretty quickly. Okay. It's really good. But like most true crime podcasts, it peters out and the last two episodes are somewhat redundant. The last one in particular is just spinning its wheels with no conclusion. Yeah. This is my main bone to pick with all things true crime is they don't end or they don't end satisfactorily for my liking with my little pea brain that likes things to be nicely tied up in a bow well we were brought up in the scooby-doo generation stocks where we would have the mask ripped off at the end and the villain revealed and this you know true crime has taught us one thing is it's 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 not always that simple if it it wasn't for those kids (laughs) yeah so Um, yeah, look, that's that's my problem with true crimes and I've got to make peace with it. But look, Sweet Bobby's very good. Okay, great. I'll give it a listen. And then I just plowed through all of the, oh, a couple of best podcasts of 2021 lists. I did the Vulture one and the Atlantics one. Just interesting. One's a list of 20, top 20 podcasts. One's a list of top 50. Didn't find anything revolutionary in there, which was, I guess, a little dis- disappointing. But podcasts are what podcasts are. There's obviously a lot of creativity going on with that space, but there was nothing in there that made me made me jump, which was, yeah, just a little bit disappointing. And then I went through our catalogue of shows and just made notes, which I've been delivering back to various podcasters over the last couple of weeks. So that was fun to just take assessment and see where everything was up to. Very good. I've, uh, well, I've, I've taken a recommendation of yours, actually, that came through uh, the Storytime podcast with Seth Rogen. Ah, what do you think? Seth Rogen? Yep, Seth Rogen. Why have I got... Who's the other Rogen? Joe. Oh, Joe, of course. God. Okay. <laughs> Both Rogens are in the news for very different reasons. Um, but look, Storytime with Seth Rogen, I absolutely loved. I have seen this you know, show up obviously in feeds and everything. And I I actively kind of ignored it because I just thought it was another one of these ones where it was another vehicle for people who are already, you know, super famous and whatever. And they come in and they seem to get, take all the exposure in the podcast world away from the upstarts and that kind of thing, which is sometimes what you seems to be, you know, against the, against the kind of desire for podcasts or, or what they offer to, to other folks. That said, what he's doing with it is absolutely fantastic and he gets someone on to tell a story basically a good story that you'd hear them tell at a dinner party or something like that it's like if you think back in your life and what are those ones that you keep telling every time and you're you've they get better with age you know there's more kind of added to them and he's added to their stories as well with incredible sound design um, and just his own kind of internal dialogue about what they're saying throughout so he's processing their story off mic as well, though on mic, um, as well as doing it through the interview too. It's just a really, really good show. They're each about 30 minutes and you just can't turn them off. Yeah, the sound design really stands out, doesn't it? It's really bringing a film quality of sound design to a podcast. 
Totally. And that one that you talked about um, to me with, without spoiling too much, the comedian who has an encounter with a celebrity prior to her really taking off in the career that she took off on um, and what, you know, the ripple effect of kindness basically and trapping, tracking that back to its original source I think was just great. The Paul Rudd effect. That's it, yeah. <laughs> um, and speaking of celebrities, so I suppose I'm not really off that completely, but I've been listening to another one, which used to, I found out about this guy, Matt Morgan. So he used to be a writing partner of Russell Brands, the comedian, back in the day, and they had a show together on... Um, Oh, what? Serious? Oh, XFM? XFM. XFM. And Russell being Russell, they had a few celebrity guests on from time to time, one of which was Noel Gallagher, so Oasis fame and and High Flying Birds fame, who was just hilarious every time he came on. And and Matt Morgan and and Noel have subsequently developed a bit of a a friendship. And Matt has his own podcast that was available on, on Apple and Spotify and all of those as well for a while, which would run for a couple of hours. And it was just sort of ramblings and and Noel would come on from time to time and and that the two of them would just shoot the shit and and joke around which was fantastic but he's since moved it onto Patreon and I didn't realize that I just thought that they'd stopped doing it so I discovered that and signed up to their Patreon and have been listening to that basically over summer while I was doing the various things around the house and driving around and doing whatever and I love it it's just the guys have got a great friendship great banter tons of inside jokes that kind of develop on the show along the way so you just really feel like you're sitting there just listening to these two chat completely unfiltered which I, I'm a big fan of so at the moment he's getting my $9 a month or whatever that is um, but yeah well well worth it for mine Is that your first Patreon dal- dalliance? That is that is. How have you found the experience? Well I mean, the player is quite good. I had to download that and do all those sorts of things. So um, it's the it's got me to go away from Spotify and, and trial out with that. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to try and keep things on the one platform if possible because I'm lazy. Um, but, no, it's interesting. I mean, I'm not participating with, too much, participating with it too much other than uh, when he posts about a show coming up and a new chat with Noel, then I'll hop on and, and get into it. But, yeah. What got you over the friction point, I guess, of signing up? Um, basically, I just wanted to hear more of their show. And after not realizing that it was around for a while and having this void in my life, um, I had a look at his Instagram and he he'd had a post up there about moving over there and there's all this content there and people should hop on. And, you know, I think to I, I could say, well, look... I'm not going to pretend that it was like I was really keen to support independent, you know, blah, blah, creators and all the rest of it. Like, I think historically I haven't signed up to any other, so I can't claim to be, you know, altruistic in that respect. But I was certainly willing to give it a go, and I think I've been very much rewarded. So if people are making good content, then, you know, people might want to support it. I think it's good just to have that kind of direct-to-creator platform. Well, with a small cut that they no doubt take, but... It's just a really interesting way of doing it. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, I've had a couple of others. I mean, look, it it was obviously the holidays, a lot of end of year lists, a lot of that kind of thing from uh, TV shows, movies, all of that sort of stuff. So all of the regulars that you would expect, uh, just checking out all of their end of year lists. But one I did catch on to and, and my wife has been sort of listening to this as well is the Empire Film Podcast. So I'm sure anyone who's a film fan knows Empire Magazine. 
they've got a podcast which is coming up on its 500th show so it's Whoa. been around for a while it's a few of them they've got great banter uh english irish guy um uh there's a couple of them on the show and you know they get great interviews they talk to all the filmmakers they talk to all the actors and they just shoot the shit about films and, and joke around it's another one where they've been doing it for a long time and they've just created a really great rapport with each other and and again i think it's that sort of like inside joke thing which always gets me i think once you've sort of clued into a couple of those and you hear him come up you really feel like you are a part of their circle gotcha uh which i've which i've had a lot of fun with and then just a couple of episodes of of an old favorite what the fuck with uh mark Marin, and i was listening to one of those which i thought was particularly funny because you know within this world he's quite a big figure he was one of the original sort of podcasters and one of the original people who made it famous. Um, started doing long-form interviews with comedians and then moved into actors, musicians, directors, politicians, everything. But he was interviewing uh, Javier Bardem Ooh. about some of the projects that he's got going on. And, and for once, I sort of listened to the preamble before the interview. And he said that old Javier just rocked up basically having no idea or concept of what this thing was or podcast really. <laughs> so it was a bit of a humbling moment for him, but it was a, it was a really interesting knowing that, then seeing how the interview unfolded given what Mark had said. So if you want a kind of bit of a, a bit of a class from a master, have a listen to that one for sure. Excellent. The last one I think I listened to of WTF was the Ridley Scott one. Yeah. That was fascinating. It really was. And I think... When he does, when he's able to get a few people from that sort of specific project, so um, The Last Duel was the film, he talked to Ridley, he talked to Matt Damon, so just getting those kind of like different effect, uh, different points of view and, and having that sort of, you know, that Rashomon effect that that film is based around, it's just really interesting having those kind of long form, both sides of the of the camera kind of discussions. Yeah, because uh, Damon produced it as well, didn't he? And started. Yeah, yeah. and wrote it. And wrote it, yeah. Hey, just on your uh, point about the Patreon, I'm going to give... I'm looking at 2022 being a year I jump off Spotify for podcasting. For podcasts. Yeah, I jumped on two years ago when we started working with them. Got off Apple Podcasts and went on to Spotify. Uh, There's got to be better out there. There's got to be a better format. There's got to be a better interface. So I'm going to look around. So again, any recommendations, please send them through to btp at dm.org.au. But... Yeah, I'm just going to see what else is out there. Interesting, because I was an Apple uh, podcast player diehard, and then you've put me onto Spotify, and and now are you taking me away from Spotify? (laughs) Will I be following you over to Patreon? Ooh, I just want to see. I mean, I just want to see what else is out there. So, yeah, I just think it's hit that point where it's worth having a look around. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, certainly what we were discussing before and being able to kind of support independent makers and and, uh, creators of podcasts is is certainly a worthy kind of endeavor. So I think maybe I might be following suit. Well, uh, let's let's explore that. In the meantime, we've got a few interviews coming up with a couple of new shows. Do you want to talk a bit about who we've got in the next coming weeks? Yeah, we've got uh, two winners from last year's podcast awards. We've got the Bad Behaviour Pod, which I think was the Best Society and Culture podcast, and then Temporary, which was the Best Current Affairs podcast. It's Guardian podcast. So we've got those interviews coming up the next two weeks, and then you're off on a plane, off away for a month. So that's right. We'll see. We'll have the new format in place by then because um, yeah. We're 
we're going to have to be a little bit more flexible. Yeah, so I'll pack up the microphone and take that with me as well and try and find a, a time where we can chat that you know works for us both. I'll be over in the UK, as you said, so quite a time difference. But yeah, also to that point, if we've got anyone over in the UK who wants to be interviewed... We've got a time zone that works for once. Yeah, and it'd be just great to hear what's trending over there, what people are listening to, you know, just conversations you have, be able to relay them back. And look, all, all going well. I mean, I guess now that I've been through the fire of COVID, I'm keen to travel. So I've got a few trips lined up over the next next few months as well. So it'll be interesting. We'll be able to keep the show going, but it'll be good to have a slightly different format. Um, give us a little bit more flexibility. Well, mate, it's good to be back. It's good to speak to you again. Excited for 2022. Absolutely. Can't wait, man. Thanks, everyone. Look forward to next week's episode. All right, Jules. Great to see you as always.